Welcome, welcome. This week, Diceratops presents D&D Live, Dial M for Minotaur. This show was performed in front of a sellout crowd at Wellington's wonderful Bats Theatre on the 26th of September 2020. Our players are Stephen Youngblood as Randy Dwarf, Jared Baker as Fran Grothild, and Tom Adams as Jack Wick Gambleson, with D Woods on sound and music. I'm Morgan Davy, the Dungeon Master. Let's dungeon some dragons. Davey, I am the Dungeon Master tonight as we dive into another exciting game in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. My role as Dungeon Master is to bring the world to life around our other players, but I'm not going to do that alone. I would like to have an enormous round of applause for our Wizard and Light and Sound. He puts the extra D in D&D&D. It's D Woods! <laughs> and without any further ado, let's meet our adventurers for tonight. Starting off playing Randy the Hill Dwarf, it's Stephen Youngblood. <laughs> playing Jack Wick Gambleson, it's Tom Adams. <laughs> and of course, our half-orc hero, Fran Grothild, played by Jared Baker. What? Welcome, welcome friends. So, your three heroes are about to embark on an adventure into, into the mysterious city, Minotaur City. But before we dive into there, I think what we'd like to do is just introduce you a little bit for everyone, so they know who you are, what you're capable of, a little bit of a visual, so they get a sense of what, what to imagine when we bring you up. So what I'd like to do is just bounce along the line and get each of you to do a little, a little description of your character. Now, because Noir, of course, is famous for uh, shadowy lighting conditions. So I'd like you to think of a situation where your character has been in a shadowy lighting condition and describe that for us along with who you are and what you're, what you're up to. There's a big smile on your face, Stephen. Do you want to go first? Sure do. <laughs> Boy, do I. All right. So uh, Randy, uh, the hill dwarf, um, uh, is... He's a dwarf. Uh, he's a fighter dwarf, but he's always wearing his plate mail armor. Never takes it off. But um, he's sort of gotten used to wearing cloaks over it in this, in sort of the dark, shadowy streets. So it's kind of imagine like a misty rain, light rain, underneath a gas lit torch, and Randy's just outside the light. We can sort of make out a shadow, or can you? Maybe it's Randy. Maybe it's not. Is it Randy? It's Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a dwarf. <laughs> All right. Named Randy. And but so, can I just say, it's, also, it's really good to be in front of an audience <laughs> and to have like a, hey. a theatre again. Like, this yeah. is great. And like licking each other too. Like, isn't oh, that man. Cool? <laughs> I was at like a, an escalator and just put my tongue on the handrail. Just out that green down. room, oh, just licking. Let's not, let's not oh, lose the thread. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I still wouldn't recommend you know, licking stuff. Like, there are other reasons not to do that. Uh, potato, potato. That's, that's your freedom, mate. Okay. Uh, Tom. <laughs> picture the brightest day you can. Super bright, beautiful day. Birds chirping, bees also chirping. <laughs> and yet somehow it's still in shadow. Because they're standing in the middle of the field, 
is a, a halfling. Just a very cute-looking guy, probably wearing overalls, a little, little <coughs> bit of a kind of checkered shirt, barefoot, of course, but just death all around him. It's Jacob Gambleson, a warlock, uh, a great old one warlock, so a little halfling, cute little guy, but also pledged to soul to an elder god from beyond the stars. Um, just having a good time, just sitting there whittling some kind of horrific statue that makes your eyes bleed. <laughs> and he's having a good time. All right. Well, picture the brightest day you, you can. Um, <laughs> uh, Frun, uh, a um, half-orc uh, cleric. He's sitting, still dressed, dressed in his armour, in his, in his robes, inside uh, his modest um, rooms drinking and he's in shadows because he can't quite be bothered opening the curtains <laughs> can't quite can't quite get it together is it day is it up. night what's the difference what does it matter so he's in lockdown same shit <laughs> it's 2020 baby yeah. <laughs> well I think keep that picture in mind of Fran in that room because we're going to visit Fran now. We're going to visit Minotaur City, an enormous city. It's a maze, a maze that stretches as far as the eye can see. And it's an old maze made of stone with buildings built up on top of it, a city that has encrusted itself over the top of the twisting, shadowy streets, as twisted and shadowy as the citizens of Minotaur City. And... In that city, in a modest building, up the stairs, there is a door. And on the door it says, Raven Investigations. And inside is Fran Grothild, member of the Order of the Raven, and his frequent offsider and very good friend, Randy Dwarf. <clears throat> and they are being visited. They are being visited in their office by another old friend. It's Chadwick Gambleson. Jackwick, Randy, well, maybe Randy would like to show Jackwick around a little bit. Well, uh, sorry for the uh, detour there, uh, Jackwick. The um, I still haven't quite got my head around the maze, but um, it's like a labyrinth in here. We, we got there in the end. Um, so this is the office. Um, there's a door. You can sort of, you can, you can. This is a push door, but you can also pull it, which is kind of neat. Um, so I, I push it normally. I'd like to pull it. Okay. Can you put, actually, You're the guest, you can do that, no, of course, I, please. Sorry, yes. I can't reach the door handle. Can you please... Oh, yes, of course. Uh, us dwarves are taller than halflings, after all, I think. <laughs> Thank you for... Uh, yes, you remind me every time. <laughs> um, and in here, in the office, is, um, well, there's, a, there's a desk there, there's a table, which, um, which is our desk, which is where Fran sits. Is that Fran? And, um, and, oh. and behind that desk is Fran, yes. Oh, that's Fran. Hey, Fran. Um, and over there is a chair that I like to sit on. Is that and, you um, there, Randy, on the chair? Yes, that's me. Hi. Hi, hello. I'm on the chair now. And um, the chair turns into a bed, which is also where I sleep. Um, Fran just sleeps where he is at the chair right now. But, um, and uh, there are some peanuts. Would you like a peanut? I love these peanuts. I love a peanut. Um, really, you can have them. I'll have some too. I brought, a, I brought some scroggin. 
Would you like some scrogan? I have no idea what that is, but yes, it looks amazing. <laughs> well, I've made it so, wrong. So th- this is this is where um, <laughs> this this is where uh, Fran does his ranger ranger um, investigating things. Um, I, actually, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've sort of joined him for the last couple of weeks because I came in here to check on him, and um, you know, like you know me, Mister, like really happy to help and see my friends and. And, um, oh, hi, Fran. How are you? Um, I'm just telling Jack Wick what's going on. Um, would you like a peanut? Awesome. What does he call it? Scroggin? Scroggin. Scroggin. It looks amazing. I don't know what it is. Have you got, have you got the other bottle of whiskey? Oh, yes. I have three bottles of whiskey. I'm here too, Fran. Hello. Hi. Hi. Would you like one of these bottles of whiskey? You seem good, Fran. You seem like you're having a good time with your job here. I did not expect there to be so much paperwork. Well, I'm just glad that you're here doing paperwork like a good safe citizen instead of out there adventuring like some kind of unsafe citizen. Who 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 need who who's reading these mission reports? Who want why why does the order of the raven oh, oh, read them? Front, tell tell them about tell Jackwick about this latest mission you just went on. The top the top report there. Read it for me, please. I love this one. This is so good. It was a lost cat. We lost cat. I'm, I'm we lost. were hunting cats. And did you? And did you? I have an infinite number of cats. This, and know. there was a lost one. This city had, like, they, they have a police force. People come to me for things they, the police won't help them with. Now, Fran, if the police a went off... A lost cat. Well, if the police went off trying to find every single lost cat, they'd never get anything done. So they come to you, the person who can get the things done that they don't want the police to do. You know, the non-important things, like kittens and sitting here, paperwork. That looks great. Look at your handwriting. It's beautiful. I know. What they, I think that's why they came to me. They didn't want to make their own posters. It is, it is truly stunning. I'm, I'm proud of you, Fran. Here, with your, pa- with your paperwork. Doing good work. Not dying. That's important. That's important. Kittens can't kill you. Neither can, you know, finding lost children, unless the children are vampires. Which has happened, I understand, but, you know... What what is it you always say, though, friend? The cats are a metaphor, right? For dragons? Because then we should avoid the cats. Like, I don't really understand that, but something about the city, the cats being a metaphor, there's... That sounds like something you would narrate in your head. (laughs) But out loud, so we can hear it, too. Look, (laughs) if everyone could hear my internal monologue, I'd be randy. What do you mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I really don't understand what you mean by that. I mean, do you know knock. what he means by that? There's a knock at the door. Oh, there's a knock. Did you hear the knock? How about I go get the door? Hello? The door opens. Ah. To reveal... I well, pulled it open. It's a very striking figure. The silhouette is nothing but curves. And I, I mean that literally. It's like a perfect ovoid. <laughs> <laughs> With little fronds dangling from below floating inside with little eyes on on stalks popping out of the top is this what the cats are like here hello (laughs) this this is a flump and the flump speaks to you telepathically and says mr raven i need your help my husband is missing well forgive me for suggesting the obvious but have you gone to the police? <laughs> I can't trust the police. Mr. Raven, you have to help me. 
Is your husband a cat? Because he's very good at that. Uh, can, I, can I help you? He's just like, this thing just walked in and isn't saying anything. What are you doing? I don't... Oh, sorry, that's right. So Jack Wick is also talking telepathically in the brain. So it's just, a, it's just a very small person, a very weird, hovery thing, just staring at each other. Bat cats. <sighs> right. Um, I'll see if I can fit it in. What, what, is, what does your husband look like? And uh, He's also a flump. Oh, I hear it now. Okay. Oh, hello. So, I'm, I'm Randy. This is my friend, Jack Wick, and, and you know Fran, because you just, you came to him. My name is Atalia. People call me Atal for short. Bellamy is his name. He uses male pronouns at present. I use female pronouns at present. Sometimes we switch. <laughs> and and is, your hus- is, um, is your husband, like, here as well? He works for the city. Oh. He works for the oh, water board. But he's been so distracted lately. He's been so upset. He's been hiding something from me, and now he's disappeared completely. But is he trying to hide his cats? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just really stuck up on these cats. They are beautiful look, handwriting too about no, the cats. I, look, I do. I, I mostly do lost cats these days. So, are you sure? Sure, I'm the right. Absolutely, Raven Investigations. You've been here for a very long time, Mr. Raven. It's, I'm not. <laughs> is your is, is your husband All also? Right. Fron, did you get married? Fron Raven? That's very progressive yeah. of you. Yeah. I married a raven, yes. Raven Raven. And Fron Raven. Is, is your husband also like like you? Like a, like a what are you? Sorry. Uh, I am a flump. Uh, is your husband also a... Flump. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's probably important. I'm a real creature in the Monster Manual. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm a dwarf. That's, that's easy to say. I, but I have met Monster Manuel, and he is quite a nice guy too, so... Hey, hey, Fran. That's canon now. Okay, so what, so what, else, what else can you can you tell me about Bellamy? Like... He is very devoted to his work. He has been working on the big aqueduct project for the mayor. And now the aqueduct is open, but he's just been getting more and more upset and spending more and more late nights away from me, and now he just hasn't come home at all. Oh, an aqueduct project. That sounds like exactly the sort of thing that lost cats could get stuck in, mm. but also is ripe for corruption because of all the cats. <laughs> and I know a thing about, too about corruption, so I think we're... Look at us, back yeah. together, like will a team. You, will like you a team, help me, one. Mr. Raven? Will you help me? Yes, he will. I think he will. Oh, yes. Won't you, Fran? Uh, you, Fran? We'll, we'll, we'll try and fit it in. This is good. This is good job security for you. Wow. This will Busy do really schedule. well at your PDP later on. Uh, Professional development. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Fran, I think this is, exactly, this is exactly what you need, though, Fran. Like, flump. <laughs> All right. So let us, let us advance to the, the beginning of your investigation into the missing flumph. Yeah. What do you do? Where do you go? Well, I, th- I, think, I think the first step... Uh, I mean, you got all the information out of the flumph, you know, all those questions you asked. <laughs> but, but A lot of detail. Where her husband liked to go, what you know, places he'd like to eat, what the enemies he might have had. You know, you just, just, you know, where should we start? Yeah, We're yeah. going to go to his place of work. Great. 
check it out. Yes. Great. The city's water board is, uh, well, it's based in an old building that's not far from the edge of the city. Uh, it's close to where the aqueduct feeds into the city, the old aqueduct. And, um, of course, Fran, being relatively new to Minotaur City, you're not so used to navigating the streets and avenues. There's, when you go down into the streets, the foggy streets, there's stone everywhere, and you look left and you look right, and there's um, corners, corners everywhere, twisting corners. It's so hard to get a good sense of direction. And there's lots of twine, string that has been run back and forth, but none of those strings will lead from where you are to the waterboard, so you're going to have to navigate. So we're going to need a roll from you to see if you can find your way. It's going to be a wisdom-based roll survival. <laughs> okay. Uh, it'll be a 25. A 25. Well, that's a pretty good start. It looks like Fran does know his way through these, these streets pretty well. Do the street, are the streets labelled? Oh, no. So this is the place where the streets have no name. Yes. <laughs> no name. No name. <laughs> Some... Minotaurs walk past as you as you make your way down the streets. They uh, glower at you. Look down. Well, they're taller than Fran, who's pretty tall, but they're much much taller than Randy, and much 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 taller than Jackwick. And their horns kind of gleam in the dim light. The shadowy avenues around you as you make your way to the waterboard. Sun has gone down. The last shadows. Uh, well, the last shadows, the last bits of light are being consumed by shadow. You can see the aqueduct on its pillars looming over the great wall on the side, water trickling down into the great pond, and the great pond that was dry for so long until it was recently opened by the mayor and still hanging from the aqueduct are the great banners for Mayor Randell. Reliable, responsible, respectable. Electable. <laughs> Strong aqueduct. Good. The building itself stands alongside. It's dark. There's, there's no sign of life in there. But there is some activity nearby that does draw your eye as you approach the building. Standing alongside the pond, looking down, and it looks like they're trying to dredge something out of it with a stick or a couple of minotaurs from the constabulary. Five gold pieces says that's the, the guy we're looking for. Jackwick uh, walks up to things. Mo, Mo. How are we doing here, officers? Justin, you here, Jackwick. Gambleson, son of Gamble, here to just, you know. What have we dropped in the lake there? Can I help? I often find dead things in lakes. Can I? I'm pretty good at fishing them out too. And he uh, taps his staff and it turns into a fishing rod. And he, see? Never always prepared. They're having, they're having trouble kind of catching this thing because they're not using a proper... They're just using a stick. So you can lend your aid with your, your fish. You don't need to make a roll, I think. You're, you're going to be effective enough I'm to Proficient pull. with fishing rod. Proficient. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> to pull. Proficient. <laughs> it's a flump. A dangling, sodden flump. And it flops down on the stone. The constables look down at it and they look at you. They look down at it again. And one of them says, I guess he fell. What on earth is that? <laughs> it's, it's a flump. 
Oh, I, I, we just made a flump, didn't we? Yeah. Hey. Mm. Oh. Oh, she looked she looked alive before when we saw her. Just. She, I um. She's a fast mover too. I don't think it's the same one. Oh, that's a relief. I, I, I kind of liked her. They she don't was, all look the same, Randy. She was nice. <laughs> what? They don't all look the same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, case closed. <laughs> well, Looks like he died of away. murder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm sipping on Do your we... toes here. This is your job. Look, I like everything else. I'm really just along for the ride. <laughs> um, we we think this is this is the flump we're looking for. Or we, how many flumps are there in Minotaur City? I'm just going here. <laughs> I've got no idea. I didn't look at the census before I came here. Well, Population well, in Minotaur City, how many flumps there are? Well, who knows how accurate the census is anyway? Randy puts on his mystery hat, which is the sort of like a boardroom fedora type thing mm. um, with space for his helm to come out. And, um, <laughs> well, you know, there are, we met one flump and she was looking for another flump. So we know there were at least, there were at least two flumps, but now we've found one and it's no longer a flump. So maybe one flump. We know there's at least one flump in the city. I just, I'm not sure, like, if, if flumps have wallets or... Do we check the dental records? I don't well, know. Well, you can, you Ra- can, Rand- uh, you can inspect this. Randy, this is, Randy yep. is digging well, into all the crevices well, for... Uh, yeah, excellent. That is, uh, what am I rolling? Uh, 12 plus 12. 12. Excellent. Um, the... This flump, it's odd to move its appendages around. It's just cool and dead and a bit slimy. But tucked in one of its little recesses as you uh, poke around at it, (laughs) there's a couple of little um, metal tokens fall out. They're marked with the picture of, um, of a glass. They're drink tokens. And it says on the back, Club Clover. Well, I'm out of ideas. How are you, how are you doing there, Fred? Great. Hey, guys, I've had free drinks at Club Clover. Should we, um... Should we go and get a drink, Randy? I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, I could, I could certainly use a drink. Hey, maybe while we, when we're there, we could, like, see if anyone, like, knows any more flumps. So we could find the guy we're looking for. Yeah. Like, do we, I guess we leave this... <laughs> yeah, just drag it along. <laughs> the police oh, have gone oh. <laughs> and left us with this body, <laughs> as <laughs> they do. Hey. So yeah, well, let's let's um let's let's go to Club Club. I, club. I, I think one of the one of the police officers will come back and say we probably probably should take this away, <laughs> move the dead body, yeah. <laughs> and kind of picks it up and puts it in a sack. I was like. Case closed. <laughs> Heads off. Thank you, officer. Tip of the hat. He looks like he's only a few weeks away from retirement. <laughs> okay. I hope he so dies. we're heading from here to Club Clover. Um, I feel bad for Bellamy's wife. Uh, now, Froden, all things do die. Most things sooner than usual because, you know, the world sucks and everyone dies. And, you know, there's monsters here and everyone dies. Especially you, and especially you, Randy. Me, oh, yes. I'm not so sure of. But you will all die at some point. 
and let's go get a drink. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Club Clover. Yeah, well, let's try and find it. Do we, uh, uh, do we need to ask? Uh, is, uh, do we follow a string? Well, I think, I think if you make a good survival roll, you'll find your way to Club oh, Clover this, easily enough. This string has glitter on it. Uh, that, oh would, that would be a natural 20. Okay. He knows this place like the back of his hand. <laughs> I think uh, with your natural 20, suddenly something clicks into place for you about the, the maze of Minotaur City. I'm not going to make you roll again tonight. You, you've, hey. just, you've figured it out. You know how to get from A to B. So you two better stick close to Fran. Fran, you find your way to Club Clover. It's a nightclub down some steps, mostly underground. There's a big minotaur doorman who snorts, his nose ring vibrating as you go past him. Jack will just straight, straight between his legs. <laughs> just takes him as he goes. <laughs> I'm going to give you the opportunity to rethink that move. <laughs> just that. He's nimble. <laughs> All right. Down, down to Club Clover. You look around. You can see... There's lots of tables and booths, minotaurs everywhere. Not just minotaurs, there's lots of hornless people around the place as well. But Disgusting. Uh, just no. enough, enough hornless people that you guys don't draw any particular attention. But it's definitely a minotaur club. And um, there's a big bar nearby. And on the bar there's a hobgoblin with a goatee who's wiping down the bench and looking out at everything. Tables and tables and tables. And everyone's looking up on stage where there is a singer the curves on this woman's horns just amazing they catch the light she wears a red dress she's got red lips and she's singing and everyone's wrapped what do you think of that singer Fran? what is she like? Yeah. think of any what is it? What, is what it kind like? of floral language is going through your head right now? But in a gritty voice. That's that's also spoken. Oh. Outwards, so we can hear it. <laughs> She's maybe she could have give us some clues, or or I could go to the bar and talk to the hobgoblin, or oh I know maybe if I cause a distraction and dance I could start a fight. And then, like, while I'm doing that, you could, you could like, sneak into the dressing room and, and talk to the, the singer, or maybe I've got so many ideas. <laughs> I really like Minotaur City. She's, she's a Minotaur. She's got the head of a... a Her legs go all the cow. way up to here. <laughs> she's got the head of a cow, but the heart of a... Lion. Ooh, yes. <laughs> She's murdering lions? She might be. We should find out. You should go and ask her. She looks... She's, she looks busy. Um, That's true. If, we okay. did disturb you she, at work. Rand, Randy goes up... He just, he just, he just walks up to the, to the songstress and hands her a note um, okay. with Fran's name on it. <laughs> you up. <laughs> she, she, takes, she takes the note without, without breaking her song. And, and it is a gold piece as well because otherwise she's not going to read it. Right. But, you know. Um, and I turn back to front and wink. <laughs> yeah, when, you, when, you, when you turn back to wink, you notice there is a whole nightclub full of minotaurs staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> I wink at them too. 
All right. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Randy. Hi, <laughs> Randy. A dwarf. <laughs> I'm with Fran. He's Jake. an investigator. We're looking after someone who's like a murdered or something. I don't know. It's amazing. And Jake walks up to the bar and goes, Barkeep, your finest... Uh, uh, your finest honey mead. Thank you. Coming right up. Coming right up. Is that your friend who just uh, made a little scene interrupting the song right there? Well, I mean... Yeah, friend. Yes. Why? Is that a problem? Well... Hopefully not, but see that table over there? Randy's jumping up and down, waving at Jack Quick. <laughs> Jack Quick, look! Hey, Randy! You did great, Randy. <laughs> well, there's two, see those two uh, guys over there, these two monitors. One of them's the mayor of the city, and one of them is, uh, well, his name is Aster, Ryan Aster, and the lady up on stage is Aster's wife. And. You didn't hear it from me, but Aster's wife and the mayor have a thing going. I don't follow? Well, the last person who kind of got too close to Lady oh, she on stage. Uh, well, the, what I heard was that they weren't ever going to be coming back. Oh, that's fine. A lot of people who get quite close to me never come back as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they turn black and their eyes fall out as well? <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just hoping well from you. He was a nice fella. He was a flump. That sounds... <laughs> Fran! <laughs> wasn't... Uh... His name wasn't Bellamy by any chance. Yeah, that's the one. I suppose there's not too many flumps in Minotaur City. Called Bellamy, yeah. Well, there's one less now. <laughs> <laughs> Say, barkeep, got any other secrets you don't mind being indiscreet about? <laughs> Could really save us a whole lot of time. <laughs> we're looking out, we're looking to find out. Well, we were looking to find a, a husband. Actually, do we need to do any more? Because we found the husband. Like, he's actually got a very good point. You know, <laughs> case closed. Do we get? It wasn't even a kitten. Look, I'm sure if the, if at this point we we met, that's a good point. We don't know it was her husband. No, I'm, I'm reasonably confident it's her husband. It was her husband. We found her husband. I, I just, I suspect if we went back to her now and said, oh, he's dead, we found him, um, she would be like, why did he die? And, and then we get more money. We'd be back here and again. Okay, and that would so be more paperwork for you, which is good. More drinking for me, which is good. Right? I don't know what I, I do. Yeah, absolutely. I love. You hate this, don't you, friend? So, did you, you guys. New Bellamy from work or something? Technically, uh, yes. He seemed all agitated. You, did he ever talk to you about the dial? No. A little bit he did, but what did he tell you? And we can compare notes. <laughs> Not much. He just, he just seemed to be really worried about the dial. He never quite managed to explain what it was. He always got a bit distracted. I, maybe a bit paranoid about something. Maybe a little, maybe. maybe a little bit more bar cleaning would help clear your memory. Yeah, maybe. As um, he uh, reacts to the bar cleaning, you'd see that he suddenly just makes himself scarce down the other end of the other end of the bar, and the three of you feel the shadows of enormous minotaurs suddenly over your shoulders, and a hand falls on each of your shoulder. One has kind of reached quite a long <laughs> way down for you, Jackwick. The mayor would like to have a word with you. Oh, you're, you're, you're Ryan Astor, I take it. The one having an affair with the uh, singer. 
She's pretty cool. No, no, I've got it. No, I'm. Uh, my, my name is Mike. I'm just. I'm. I oh. guess I'm just like a, a heavy who kind of lo- oh, you're, looms over that's people good. and oh, tells them to go places. I see, you're a bit NPC, but okay, got you, cool. Right, okay. <laughs> you're here just to move the story along. Okay, exactly. Like, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry, Mike. He... Let, let's, let's say... Anyway, I'm not even. I'm not even going to finish that that, 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 that <laughs> yeah. sentence. We'll just go over and look at uh, meet the other very similar looking <laughs> Minotaur. Mike, I'm going to buy you a drink. I want to learn more about your story. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find out everything about you. But let's make this the a story deep. of Mike. <laughs> now I've got another cool. clue. Split screen. Meet the man. Let's meet, meet the man. Let's meet the man. All right. So, um, Randy. Uh, give me, give me a, uh, give me a charisma roll. This is <laughs> actually happening. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ten. Ten. All right. Um, you and you and Mike get on fine. Fine. Meanwhile, um, the <laughs> other two of you go <laughs> go over to see the mayor. <laughs> okay. Um, you go over to the mayor, and the mayor stands up, and um, he makes room at the table, and he says, "Come, have a seat. Have a seat." And um, you see, he's there. He's like uh, wearing a big, big fancy suit. is very well turned out. He's uh, he's just a very handsome kind of graying minotaur. Alongside him is uh, Asta. Asta's kind of nervously shuffling some cards, and uh, it looks up and then looks down again, and looks up again. He's kind of balding, if it's possible for a minotaur to be balding. I don't know, and a bit paunchy compared to some of the other minotaurs around. But hey, he's judge. yeah, well. Um, Randall, Mayor Randall sits down and says, Well, you're the new uh, raven who's come into town, is that right? Yep, look, for, yep, that's, I've been assigned this territory. I've been, what a joy. I've been meaning to invite you up to the offices, but it's been real busy what, with the election and then after the election and then all of the after the after the election stuff, you know how it goes. Yeah, it, like is this your first term as mayor or are you... Oh, no, 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 no. I've been around for a while, but I got right back in because I promised. I promised to sort out the water situation in this city once and for all. We reopened the old aqueduct. There's no worries anymore. We are resilient. We're gonna, we're gonna just keep on living here in this great city under my uh, guidance, and uh, everyone's gonna be uh, living good lives, I think. You're gonna be living a good life. Mr. Raven, or what I, is your I, name? Grothhild, is that it? That's right, Fran. Fran. Yeah. You can call me Fran. That's right. And you, I take it, are not Randy the Hill Dwarf. No, no, thank you, sir. I am Jackwick Gambleson, son of Gamble. Uh, I am not a dwarf. I am. Well, you can see what I am, but yeah. How are you, sir? It's great to see a politician taking water infrastructure seriously. Well. <laughs> It's about bloody time, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you, you've got to look after the basics. If Free you want waters, the city to yeah. thrive. That's right, that's right. And the people agreed with me. They voted me back in by a lance. Amazing you got voted in based on promises around water infrastructure. That is incredible. That is almost, almost fourth wall breaking <laughs> and how unbelievable that is. <laughs> that a politician will be elected on infrastructure promises about water. <laughs> but good on you, sir. Well, I had a few other things going for me as well, like uh, no, no credible opposition, but the, the aqueduct, is the, that was the thing that I <laughs> talked about a lot. 
Like it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It hasn't run for such a long time and I got to run it again. It's a real achievement, I think. Real achievement. Um, he uh, leans over to Aster. Aster, you can you can head off if you want. You don't need to stick around anymore. And Aster looks up and is like, really? But we had a few more things that I wanted to. It's like, we're done, Aster. And Aster's like, okay, all right. Uh, sorry to spoil your evening. And he gets up and he shuffles off. Oh, see you, see you later, Mr. Asher. You, your wife is a, is, a, is a fine singer. There she is. And uh, Jake goes, uh, just one more thing there. How do you feel about uh, Mr. Bellamy? And he's just watching to see the reaction between Mir and other guy. His name. He looks at the mayor and the mayor looks at him and he says don't know who you're talking about and he goes now checks out there, there you go stand with that i don't want to hold you guys up i'm sure you got a big evening plan but um that uh friend of yours up at the bar you might want to tell him not to get too involved with that singer up there Things don't end well for people to get too involved with Clarabelle. Oh, look, I, we we would absolutely Clarabelle. give that information to Randy, and he will 100% ignore the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not even sure if he remembers her now. Yeah. Oh, but we will, we will look, we would, we'll do our level best. Thank you, thank you for that, that, that piece of advice. That's very good. Hey, oh, before we go, just one thing. Um... I, I've been meaning to ask, and I'm really glad we bumped into you tonight. Can you tell? Can you tell me anything about the dial? The dial? Well, nothing I can think of, and I know this city better than anyone. And uh, Jacobus, sir, as a man who knows his infrastructure, and as a man who knows the heart of the city, surely you, as one of the greatest politicians this city has ever seen. You grabbed the city of Minotaurs by the horns, as they say. <laughs> Surely you, sir, can tell us something about the dial. And I'm gonna, I'm trying to persuade him. Sit. Give me a persuasion roll. That is a 14. Okay. Well, there is that old story of the dial underneath the city. It was used by the people that made this maze a long time ago. They would change it from time to time. The paths would switch around. You could never quite find your way. But I think it's just a myth. Guys, guys, you have to meet Mike. He is amazing. <laughs> this guy has such a rich backstory. He knows he knows the city inside out. Like, he did you know that it, like I asked him about the dial and he said like there's this dial outside the like the, 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 the town hall where like the sun points at it and it tells you what time it is. What? <laughs> Mike told me that. <laughs> Wait, what have you guys found out? We Probably best if we don't talk about this here, but we, we, we um... Hi, I'm, I'm Randy. Well, uh, your friends might want to give you some advice. Oh, I'm yeah, going to go and, uh, 
I'm gonna go pop backstage. I'll hope you guys have a nice night. Oh, you're the one having the affair with the singer. No, (laughs) nice, (laughs) nice. He reaches out this enormous monitor hand and holds it out for you to shake. Oh yeah, Randy shakes it well. Yeah, excellent. And they both hold on shaking. (laughs) Well, it's been really good to meet you one time, Randy Dwarf. (laughs) Yes, yes it is. And then Maybe goes. one other time as well. <laughs> Maybe you'll see me coming. Maybe I'll see you coming. Maybe we won't see each other coming. But one more time, probably, we'll see each other again. Randy. That's my name, just so you don't forget it. I promise I won't. <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> Randy. He failed. He goes. R A. What is it? In, in, in. Ah, he's gone. He's gone. He, yeah, he has. He he would have gone earlier. (laughs) He seemed nice. He seemed nice. He did. You you think so? Well, you know, he cares about his infrastructure. He had a really good handshake. Mm. Come on to the job. Yeah. Um, what, what, what so, was your take on him, Fran? I think... Go on. What did I think? <gasps> I think? It certainly seemed like he was up to something. Perhaps we needed to investigate. We're just standing here in silence. The dial. I don't know what just happened, but it was amazing. That was really good. Yeah. All right, we, let's we go. go. That's great. Should we go and find out? I'm what proud the of you. Is? I'm proud of you, Fran. Even your thoughts have beautiful handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, onto the dial. Shall we? Do we find out about the dial? Like, do we? Oh yes, we did. Go to the library. <laughs> oh yes, you. Well, I get, said it was a thing under the city. Do we go <laughs> under the city? A whole city. <laughs> How big can it be? The bartender comes over to the three of you and um, he offers offers another drink and leans in to the nearest of you, which happens to be Randy. Maybe a poor strategic choice, but that's who he chooses. (laughs) Didn't roll out. He rode along on site. Just thought you should know, uh, (laughs) Mr. Astor. He's waiting around outside. Excellent. Don't leave him waiting then, go get him. Oh, okay. Let's, why don't we go and see him? Oh. Yeah, let's go and see, let's go and see Mr. Astor. Hey, when are you gonna, are you gonna meet the singer though? Run. Because of the note that I gave her. Why don't we meet her husband? Okay. I mean, you're the, First. it's your, it's your agency, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> let's do this. Right. Talk about him. Yeah. I'm really excited to meet him. I wonder how he feels about his, like <laughs> the mayor having an affair with his wife. Outside. <laughs> okay. There is uh, alleyways and shadows, darkness, and you see the shadowy figure of Mr. Astor, and he looks at you, his horns kind of, they're, they're not the most impressive minotaur horns around, and when he's sure that you've seen him, he turns down an alleyway and goes down into the shadows there. Man, this is so atmospheric. Now, compared it's to like, Mike, he is an awful specimen of a minotaur. Oh, yeah, no, 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 Mike could definitely beat him in a fight. Mm-hmm. But, like, the shadows and alleyways and 
I kind of want to follow him. I'm going to follow him. I'd like to stand directly under a street lamp, if you don't mind. Oh, yes, yes, of course you do that. But I'm just going to follow this guy. And Randy follows okay, him. Okay, let's follow him. <laughs> okay. You go down into the darkness. And he steps forward into just enough light for him to be kind of dramatically lit to the side. And he says, it's good you came if you're looking into Bellamy. There's so much lying, so much deceit. Oh, but I can't take it anymore. I'm going to blow it wide open. I'm going to tell you everything. The truth is this. He and then suddenly there is a bang. He's hit by some kind of projectile. And he falls in front of you. Blood. Oh. The truth is... What is the truth? What's the, what is it? Is well, it, he's, he's dying. He, it, can't, he can't get it out. It, it wasn't, he's not I'm really a healer. Floor. I wish we had a healer. <laughs> I wish we had some kind of priesty type figure that could literally heal most people from a mortal wound. Do we I pull guess. it out? Do we pull it out or do we leave it in? I'm well, going to put pressure on the wound. Okay. Well, Do I, I pull it out? Um, do I pull it out? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, 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 um, I'll, I'll just reach out and touch him and, and cure his wounds. No, do I okay. pull it out first? Uh, Can I pull it out? He sits up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was, that was pretty weird. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What a, a wonderful world, a world turn of, of events. Yeah, a world of magic kind of makes mysterious deaths kind of right. harder. <laughs> no. Truthfully, the real situation is this. Bang! <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! Put pressure on the wound! Put pressure on the wound! Okay, I'll just... Uh, okay. <laughs> pull this out time, this I'll, I'll stay undercover. I'll just tell you the truth okay. from down here. <laughs> Um, Jaquick Jaquick makes a, a box appear about around him. Like yeah. it looks like it looks like he's now like a no, it looks like he's a crate. <laughs> like turn you into a crate. <laughs> I'll preserve your life. Alright. So the three of you in the alley looking down at the crate at this this poor figure is about to spill his guts to you. And we'll find out what he has to say in part two, because this is the end of part one of Dial M for Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> And it means I can figure out what he's going to say. <laughs> you, you, forgot, you forgot about the healing, right? You forgot about the healing. <laughs> this has been Diceratops Presents Dial M for Minotaur. Get your tickets now for our next D&D live show, Pour Some Centaur on Me. Saturday, November the 28th at 9pm at Bats. Big love to Jared, Tom, and Stephen, our players, and Dee Woods for Sound and Music. Dee uses sound from Sword Coast Soundscapes. Find soundtracks for your games on the Sword Coast Soundscapes YouTube channel. And from Sirenscape, because epic games need epic game sounds. Find more at sirenscape.com. Full details on sounds used in the show notes. Many thanks to Jared Baker, who recorded the show and all our shows. Follow us on all the social medias at DiceratopsNZ. And sign up for our email newsletter at diceratopsnz.wordpress.com. And if you like what we're doing, tell other people to give us a try. We like that. I'm Morgan Davey. We are Diceratops. We love games, and our shows are for everyone.